Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Cool, cool. I am super duper excited to be here. I want to thank ET, CJ, the whole staff. Um, just that, yo, give another round of applause for Ink and Jeremy right now. I mean, So um, I think everybody's ready to take on their, their dreams, these entrepreneurial endeavors, right? Everybody ready? Okay, cool. This is what I need y'all to do. I need y'all to really, really take notes today, okay? Um, and, and not, well, one, I like to see people taking notes because then it lets me know that I'm saying something valuable, right? But at the same time, I want this information to hit you four times. Because studies show when you leave here, you'll have lost 50% of it, okay? So you're going to hear it. But I also want you to write it because then you have an activity with the information. So we say something, I want y'all to do this with, with E and all the other conferences that you go to. I want you to hear it, but then I want you to write it. That hits you twice, right? Say twice. But then I want you to see it. So when you write it, you'll see it. You hear it, you write it, you see it. This information hits you three times. But then when you get home, this fourth part, I want you to say it. I want you to start to talk through these notes, okay? Because then the information hits you four times. You hear it, you write it, you see it and then you say it. Make sense? This is, this, is not, this is not entertainment, okay? I should see more heads down than up. Is that cool? Everybody ready to be entrepreneurs? Let me see something. Real quick, stand up if you have a dream, a goal of being an entrepreneur. Stand up real quick. Stand up, stand up, stand up, stand up. Good, 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 good. All right, that, I, just, I just had to see it. Sit down, sit down. Cool. Uh, first slide. I need you guys to understand that entrepreneurs fail more often than not. This is, this is not, um, and, and you'll think that there's a reason why I'm doing it. No, I'm trying to give you the information. This first half of this whole presentation, my goal is to talk you out of entrepreneurship. It's real. It's real. No, no, seriously. You guys are going to like, th there are going to be some things that come to hit you. Say you're walking down the street and someone blindsides you, bang! Like, you gotta gather your thoughts, right? Th that might lay you out, right? But say you're walking down the same street and you know what's coming, you can kind of square up. You can get ready for it. And even if you're squaring up and you get hit, you're like, okay, I saw that coming. Make sense? So I'm trying to prepare you. First slide. Let's go for it, let's go for it. Um, the reality is 400 new, entre uh, 400 new businesses are started every year in the U.S. 470,000 are dying. 400,000 are being started in the U.S. every single year, but 470,000 are dying. This is not a growing industry. Next slide. 50% of businesses won't survive past five years. So all the people that stood up, studies show half of y'all will not survive past five years. When we do this conference next year in Philly, half of you will not be doing the business that you started five years from now. Now, but watch this. It says 50% of businesses won't survive past five years. That means 10 people start businesses, five of them will be gone in five years, right? But what does survive mean? It don't mean you winning. So out of the five, out of the five that survive, how many of those think, like, get the goal? How many speakers and authors do we have? Stand up, stand up. How many, how many authors? If you author, you want to write a book, stand up real quick, real quick, real quick, quickly, 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 quickly. Y'all not even sure. I saw some people like, I don't know if I want to do it no more. <laughs> 
Five of y'all won't be selling the book in five years. At, well, if there's ten, so half of y'all won't be selling the book in five years. Some of you will sell a few. A couple of y'all will really win. Sit down, sit down. Next slide. Do you know that 95% of businesses fall short of their initial projections? So however many shirts you thought you was going to sell, books you thought you was going to sell, you're not going to do that, 95% of you. Can y'all handle this? You sure? Next slide, next slide, next slide, next slide. IBIS World, how many want to start t-shirt brands and clothing brands? I'm just trying to keep it 100. The clothing industry will grow 0.1%. Well, it has grown 0.1% since 2012. This industry has been stagnant for five years. And it shows that it will take a loss up until 2022. Write this down. It's a bad idea to start a t-shirt brand. <laughs> bad idea. How many people have an idea to start a restaurant or something like that? Next slide, next slide. So the industry will grow slightly, right? 2% over the next five years, but the growth will only be seen by the larger companies. Let me watch, show you how this works. <sighs> larger companies can buy more and they'll pay less for the product, right? Smaller companies, they pay the same, they pay more for the product, but they gotta try to keep up with the price that these larger companies are selling it at, and it just doesn't work. So the studies, I'm not making this stuff up. IBIS World is a, that's where people get all their statistics from. I'm saying that starting a restaurant right now is a bad idea. You gotta compete with Cheesecake Factory. Here's the crazy thing. The same dish you sell for $10, they can sell for $15. Remember, they're getting the price lower they're getting the product for cheaper, and you gotta pay higher, but you gotta sell it for lower, they can sell it for higher, and people are comfortable paying higher for a bigger company. Next slide, next slide. Okay, let's get right here for a second. How many of y'all are in like multi-level marketing, MLM, network marketing? Be proud, man, put your hands up. Good, good. Do you realize? Do me a favor, if you have ever Ever signed up for a network marketing company and let me educate y'all it's the person it's the joint where you recruit three they recruit three y'all seen those right if you have ever signed up ever paid that money to be in one of those companies stand up for me stand up real quick real quick quickly 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 I don't got a whole lot of time all right 70% of y'all not gonna make a dime oh and so hold on keep standing keep standing keep standing so how many people actually signed up for a company and you just not stand up right now <laughs> Right? Because it lasted a few days, you didn't, the people didn't sign up the way you thought they was going to sign up. You got impressed by the person that was in the front of the room, not realizing that person in the front of the room makes like 90% of the whole route, makes 90% of the money that's paid out. Sit down. I'm going to teach y'all something. This ain't for everybody else if you don't understand the industry, okay? Um, there's something called breakage in the comp plan. In these compensation plans, there's something called breakage, meaning they know the average person will not recruit more than two people. The average person will not recruit more than two people. And that's why the comp plan says, yo, if you recruit three, we'll pay you X amount of dollars. Well, the company realizes if you recruit two, I don't have to pay you on the production that you did for the two. It's called breakage. Next slide, next slide, next slide. Entrepreneurship is bad for your health. These are real stats here. I know this ain't what you came for. Let's just put them all up. Do you know 30% are more likely to battle depression? All my entrepreneurs, have you ever had one of them moments? I know I have. 30% more, yo, keep your job. That's all I'm saying. It's a lot, look, I, I had, I remember I used to get off work and then I was off work. I ain't had to worry about nothing. Go watch my shows, I cook, hang out. You remember, you remember them days? My entrepreneurs, y'all remember them days? You get off work and you just off work. You're off day. 
you off. <laughs> Stress-free life. How many of my entrepreneurs have been trying to take a vacation you just can't? My job gave me two weeks paid. I go take a trip. I'm trying to tell you, keep your job. It's not that bad. As it, come on. You are 29% more likely to develop ADHD. I got that right now. I'm all over the place. Next slide. You're 12% more likely to battle substance abuse. After a long day, you ain't never said, yo, I need a Okay, wine. <laughs> you have a drink, then another one, right? <laughs> she said, wine. I'm telling yourself. Next slide. Next slide. You are 11% more likely to develop bipolar disorder. Let's keep going. Let's keep going. Let's keep going. Let's keep going. All right. Entrepreneurs in particular frequently struggle with chronic excessive stress. I don't have to tell you the stress kills you. Yo, I'm... I'm, I'm, I'm so serious, I'm not even, I'm, like, it's, it's not that I'm trying to, like, motivate you through telling you all the pitfalls of entrepreneurship. You will lose friends, you will lose money, you will lose time, you will lose your mind. I'm talking about late nights, stress. It's frequently rooted in the fear of failure or loss of finances and can be difficult to escape. Next slide. This is real. I'm telling you, it's nothing wrong with keeping a job. It's nothing wrong with living a comfortable life. It's nothing wrong with it. Can y'all handle this? Yep. Now, my ultimate goal, I'm going to tell y'all my real goal. My ultimate goal is to talk some people out of entrepreneurship tonight. <laughs> Seriously. How many people are really like thinking like, yo, this is... You might have been having a, a conversation with your spouse. You might have been having a conversation with your spouse last week, thinking, thinking with your team, like, yo, this is not working. I'm just trying to get you to quit right now, because if I can talk you out of entrepreneurship in 10 minutes, I promise you six months later, when life tells you this information, when life tells you this information a year from now, I'm trying to talk you out of it. Just get, I'm, I'm telling you, you'll thank me later. Just live a comfortable life. Because this is not for the faint of heart. Entrepreneurship is real. I'm telling you, some of my best friends, I don't talk to them as often as I'd like to. And there's certain... I started building my business. I started building my business in uh, 2010. I'm grinding, I'm grinding, I'm grinding. And that is the year that my father passed. He used to call me, and I'm still grinding, working my job and my business, and I'm grinding. He would call me, I'd be like, yo, Pop, I gotta hit you back. And then it might take a week for me to hit him back. He really wanted to talk to me. And I remember, I remember after his funeral, buried my dad, came home, I remember like every night after work, I would just break down in tears because I was just too busy for my dad. And then I don't have him, have him anymore. I'm trying to talk you guys out of entrepreneurship right now. If you're gonna leave it, leave it now. If, you, if any of this stuff makes you nervous, leave it now. Here's the cool part. There was some of you that said, yo, out of 10 people, five aren't going to be here in five years, and probably one or two will be really, really successful, and they looked at themselves as that one or two. It didn't discourage them. So the, the stat about multi-level marketing, they're saying, yo, 70% never make a dime, and you're saying, well, cool, well, somebody got to lose, I'm going to add 30%. <laughs> some of you saw the thing about depression, like, yo, I didn't know. That 30% of entrepreneurs will battle depression. I didn't know that. So I might write a book for the 30%. It's going to scare some of y'all and motivate the others. Y'all ready? So listen, I'm not talking to the ones that's going to quit. 
Is that cool? I'm just talking to my entrepreneurs. So let, 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 me, let me get right here real quick. This is the teaching part. Y'all ready? Here's the note-taking part. Y'all ready? Cool. I think there's five areas where people get stuck as entrepreneurs. I think there's five areas, okay? One is social media. How many just don't know what to do with their social media? Okay. I'm about to help you. Um, there's three things I want you to consider. Perception, consistency, and then I'll kind of teach you some tips and tricks. Let's go to the um, consistency right now. How many people aren't as consistent as they need to be on their social media with posting? Let me clarify this. 50% 50% of the time that we spend on our phones is spent in a social media app. It's a study, right? Meaning if somebody's on their phone for two hours, an hour of it, they're spending on social media. Does this make sense? And look at your real life. Like every time you pick up your phone, do you hit the Instagram, Snapchat, Twitter? Now, if you know this, that means your audience, your customers, they're looking at their phone every four hours, two hours of it, they're spending on social media, and you gotta figure out a way to get in their face. But you have to be consistent with it. I'm asking you to be consistent every single day, one or two a day, write that down. I'm committed to making one or two posts per day. Because what's going to happen is, and don't be consistent for a little while, because everybody can be consistent for two weeks. What I'm saying is, if you're creating content every single day, it's almost like a TV show. And if you're consistent every day, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and you stop giving content, I promise you they'll find another show to watch. You gotta stay in people's faces. That's where we're at, on our phone. Right? Yo, you know, most people aren't investing in billboards anymore, right? Because when you're driving, are we looking here? Where are we at? Does that make sense? So I need you to be consistent. That, yo, consistency beats talent every day. Yo, I don't care if, like, your content doesn't have to be the greatest, but as long as it's consistent and people can uh, 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 um, re relate to it and they know it's coming, they'll come to watch it. They'll come to watch it. Even if you have a terrible song in Atlanta, it might be a little different in Philly. In Atlanta, they can force a city to like a song that makes no sense. And how do they do it? They keep playing it. You ever listen to a song that you don't like, you're like, yo, this song's terrible, but you hear it often enough, you in your car, and you found out that you knew the words to the song that you said you didn't like? Consistency, I need you to get in people's lives. So if you watch my Entrepreneurship 101 videos, I'm just getting to a point where um, every single time, and, and C taught me this, um, every single time I go, welcome to another edition of Entrepreneurship 101, my name is David Shins, and I say it the same way every time because I need to get y'all used to it. Right. Finish my statement. What up, what up, what up? It's your boy, It's getting y'all to sing a song. Like, the, the song gets stuck in your head. It's making sense? Consistency. I need you to post consistently. Now, I am real big in the partnership. So how many people are struggling with uh, uh, posting on social media, trying to come up with the content? Hands down, real quick. Does anybody here run a social media management company. Anybody stand up? Stand up if you run a social media management company. Like you make posts for people. <laughs> so he found, check this out, he found a niche of people who he knows, yo, you gotta be consistent if you are going to get in these people's lives for half of the time that they're on their phone. So there's people like him and all across the country who realize this and say, yo, you're an entrepreneur, you're good at doing your business, but you're not good at advertising, I got you. Find somebody, pay them. Mm -hmm. Go to a high school, go to a high school, give them their first job. These kids understand social media. <laughs> right? 
Pay somebody. My man Josh said, yo, stop trying to get good at stuff you're not good at. <laughs> first off, you need to get good at what you think you're good at first off. Spend time getting good at what you're good at and the things that you're lacking, find somebody to do it. Let's talk about perception real quick. Oh, this is, this ain't, this ain't gonna be good. This ain't gonna be good. Okay, I'll tell a story. I'll tell a story. I was just getting on Instagram from Twitter, right? So I, I, I was gonna hang on Twitter, then Instagram came out. I'm putting out all this content. This guy DMs me and he says, yo, I love your posts. I don't know why you don't got more followers. And I say, me neither. I feel like I'm pretty good at this thing, right? He says, yo, you know what? I love your stuff. You really changed my life. I'm gonna give you some followers. I'm like, all right, bet, that's cool. I go to sleep the next day. So, so, so let me preface this. I was on Instagram for about seven months and I was at about 500 followers. It was just tough to get, like my, my goal was to get to 1,000. Now back then, 5,000 was a big deal. How many people remember trying to get to 1,000? You're like, oh my gosh. 5,000, you was a big deal. So I go to sleep, the next day I wake up, I got 5,000 followers. Crazy. Now, the thing is, I felt a little cooler. I'm not gonna lie to you. I was like, yo, follow me. And as soon as they pull up my name, they see 5,000, like, oh, you pop. But I say, yeah, I do a little something. I do a little something. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I do a little something. So watch this. What happened was, it took me seven months to get to 500. My man gives me 5,000. Two weeks later, I was at 7,000. Why do y'all think? Perception. So people were coming onto my page making a decision to follow me only because I had 5,000. Same content. But 2,000 more people followed me because they thought other people was following me. Now, I'm not telling y'all to buy followers. Okay? Be clear. Okay? But I am telling you about perception. Okay? You can take it with however you want to. But it's about perception. People's perceived value. They thought I was a little cooler. Same content. Um, let's look at it this way. Is that, is that bad to buy followers? No. It's a bad thing? Cool. So let me, let me ask you this. So say there's a lady, there's a lady, hair's about here. Go to the salon, say, yo, I want my hair here. Mm. Too far, E? Went too far? No. Is that, it's, it's the same thing, same thing, guys, guys, guys. When we put the magic marker here, I just cut mine. I, I just went bald, Jay, because I was on the call. Some of my clients was like, yo, whoo, it's time to go. I said, you know what? Self-assessment. I was looking at it because I, yeah. So I used to do my day like this. Like with a camera, all my shots this way, right? It's so important that black voices are represented in black media for so many different reasons. And the next generation of black uh, voices and influencers from black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collections, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. And every episode is a living account about what it means to be black today, told from a unique black perspective. From Bobby Smyrta to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations, there's no limit to the range of Black Stories, Black Truths. I listen and I'm enjoying these conversations that are for us, by us. Black representation 
Again, it hasn't always been uh, shared from our perspective. And black perspectives haven't been censored in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the black experience. Here are a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that censor black voices. It's NPR. Noir. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as very nuanced and black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be about us without us. Listen to the Black Stories, Black Truths on NPR, wherever you get podcasts. All right, let's do some quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you can keep. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headache, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, access from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. It just makes sense. You improve efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit from NetSuite? I know you see it. Listen to me. If you have everything scattered in business, you cannot grow. And everything is more expensive when you have more and more processes layered on top of each other, more and more softwares. You got to get out of that. And it, it will improve efficiency and cut costs. By popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to NetSuite.com slash social proof. That's NetSuite.com slash social proof. NetSuite.com slash social proof. Save big money on everything for your next project at Menards. Spring is here making it the perfect time for outdoor projects. Suncast storage sheds are an excellent solution for protecting outdoor lawn and gardening tools. They're easy to assemble, and the all-weather construction provides water resistance and UV protection. Save big on Suncast storage sheds. View our selection of Suncast products today in-store and on Menards.com. Save big money at I just cut my joint, right? But the same guys that put the little laser marker, I'm not saying, is anything wrong with that? It's just a hairstyle, right? But we're creating the perception. And some people get so caught up, yo, I don't want to be unethical. Well, is it, what's the difference? Write this down, social media isn't real. <laughs> it's not a real thing. It's, it's a tool. I use social media as a tool. Now, if you're doing unethical things and you're lying to people in person, what I did was, when I got the followers, I told people, that the dude gave me the followers, and I started teaching on perception. Mm, nice. I wasn't trying to hide it. I started I did a whole video talking about how I, the dude gave me 5,000. So actually, I didn't technically buy any followers, okay, so I'm still cool. <laughs> oh, can we get here right quick? Yo, Carl, oh, goodness gracious. Carl, um, anybody on Instagram? Cool. Anybody not on Instagram? Share with your neighbor. I'm about to take y'all to some people. Um, I, I want y'all to look at some people. I want y'all to look at some people uh, on uh, social media. Go to this guy, go to this guy, 
Captain underscore smash. Captain underscore smash. C-A-P, yeah, that first one. Captain underscore smash. There's some people who are creating, listen, social media is a blank canvas. It's a blank canvas on which we paint what we want people to see. You agree? If you want to put red paint on this blank canvas, you want people to see what? Red paint. If you put orange paint on a, red, on a blank canvas, you want people to see orange, right? If you don't want yellow, you just don't put yellow, right? But these, it's, a, it's a picture that we're painting of what we want people to see, right? Everybody on Captain underscore Smash, and if they're not on Instagram, share with your neighbor, okay? Y'all on there? What do y'all notice about his page, though? It's a bunch of haircuts, but have you seen some other barbers? Like, look at, look at the depth of field. Look at the angles that he's taking. Like, this ain't just, yo, oh, you got a haircut? I'm going to take a picture and post it. Yo, if you look real closely, these ain't no out-the-phone out the pictures. What I'm probably gathering is he invested in a photographer to come take pictures of his clients, go home, edit the pictures, and then post it because that's what he wants y'all to see. Is this making sense? So I, I, I talked to one of my other clients. I showed him his page, then I showed him his page. And I'm like, yo, there's a big difference. Do you see why he has so many followers? On Easter, if you go a couple weeks down, he made a bunch of posts that said, now taking deposits. I ain't never heard of a barber taking deposits. And I bet it ain't no, he, he, it's not no $20 cut either. He's not taking $10 deposit. He's in demand because of the picture that he's paying. So he's like, yo, I don't have a whole bunch of money to have a photographer every day. This is what I gather, just in my head. I never met the guy, but I can imagine on a Friday, if he takes 10, um, he has 10 clients, he takes pictures of those 10, he has a photographer there, hired a photographer, take 10 pictures of these 10 people, go home, edit those. He got 10 days of content. He took them all in one day. This is what I'm gathering, right? It's just one of the advice I, took, I gave to my clients. Look at, look at the next one, Layla Style. I know you got your, your online boutique, but she's gonna show you how to do it. She's gonna show you, anybody on there? Anybody see it? Like she's not just taking a picture out of her phone, like there are people that are painting pictures. Go to the shooter, the shooter at the end. Anybody on there yet? Listen, on your own time, go through these, like I study these people's pages. So, so, so much so on mine, now I'm posting in threes. Because I'm not about, I'm not looking at the likes. I'm looking at like when someone comes on my page, what they think. It's a canvas. Take a little more time. Take a little more time. Next slide, next slide, next slide. Y'all got that? Good, good, good. Um, so, um, next slide. Tips and tricks, um, Google some. She's like, yo, uh, Google, because I don't got time to go through it. Just Google um, tips and tricks on social media. They'll talk about hashtags, all that kind of stuff. Cool. Um, team building. Woo! One of my favorite subjects. Recruiting, retaining, and reproducing. How many people are having a hard time building a team? First step in recruiting, y'all ready for this? First step in recruiting is stop trying to recruit people. Thank you. Stop trying to recruit people. Dot, 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 do the work. Do the work. People follow people that are moving. There's two scenarios. I'm saying, yo, listen, we need to get together, okay, and um, look, I need you to do social media, okay, you're going to do social, I need you to hold the camera, okay, you're going to, like, just take the pictures of me, okay, I need you reaching out to the schools, and we're going to go. If she leaves, I got to find somebody else to replace her, now I'm figuring out time, I, I, I got to build my team, and then we're going to move. This is what I did, I built this whole movement called the Black Wall Street High School Tour, where we bring uh, business owners to the schools to talk to the kids, and what I told everybody was, yo, I'm going to the schools, y'all coming? Mm -hmm. 
I told everybody in the beginning, look, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to go to these schools every single day because I'm going to talk to the kids and we're going to create this movement. I didn't ask nobody to come with me. And what happened is everybody came with me. I did the work. I didn't, I didn't find my team because I, I got everybody together and told them about this vision. I went to work. He wasn't looking for CJ. He was working. He was working. And people follow people that's working. I need you to like, be the example. I couldn't find a videographer, so I bought a camera and started recording myself. A lot of those entrepreneurship one-on-one videos, I recorded it and set it up. I learned the camera, YouTubed it. I started speaking, cut it up myself, and then put it out to the world. I work. Watch this. As you work, there are going to be some people that come. But make sure they know the vision. Make sure they know the vision. You have to continue to paint the picture of where, they're go where you're going. Jesus would say stuff like, yo, in my father's house there are many mansions. He had to keep, he had to keep painting the picture because he knew, like, we we're going to have some rough days, but I got to keep telling you the picture, the promise. Listen, we're going to a place, there's no pain. No suffering, no hairlines. <laughs> Keep painting the picture and make sure your team knows the vision. Watch this. Watch this. Ah, I wish I could do it. Yo, Neo, tell, tell YB what the ultimate goal is. Tell YB what the ultimate goal is. Can you do that for me? Tell him in his ear, in his ear, in his ear. Tell him the ultimate goal. He's a part of my team. Brandon, Brandon, what is the vision? Build what? Build entrepreneurship colleges for kids. YB, what's my goal? They know. Is, is building an entrepreneurship college in the, in the vision? They know. That's why I don't, I don't got to say it out loud so he piggybacks. No, my team, they know every single day. They know the vision. And I've been doing this for the last four weeks. I've been asking teammates, like people come together and say, yo, what's the team? I talk to the leader, like, yo, tell me what your vision is. And generally, generally, one, the, the leader doesn't know the vision. Two, the team doesn't know what the leader's vision is. We just going. Oh, we're going to blow this brand up. What does that mean? We're going to get rich, I'm telling you, huh? How? Imagine I say, yo, I'm going to, I'm going to the south. What's the best road to get to the south? Say it again. 95? 85? Is Louisiana in the south? Well, 95, 85 take me to Louisiana. So there's a lot of people saying, yo, I'm going to drive south. I'm going to get rich. We're going to blow up. You need to tell you, listen, we are going to Atlanta, Georgia. And this takes a lot of the guesswork out of what to do next. Because if you're in Philadelphia and you know we're going to Atlanta, we know what road to hop on. And that's where you can tell your team, okay, we're going down this road. And they know we're on the right track because they know where we're going. That's the recruit. And on the recruiting end, it doesn't stop there. So what I did was... Brandon came to my kiosk and he said, yo, I've been watching your videos. I love what you do. I don't know if I can be of service, but I love what you got going on. I said, cool. I gave him the vision. Say, the vision. He knew the vision. Got him excited about where we're going. He said, cool. But what I did not neglect to do was ask him what his vision is. You think people follow you just because, like, you cool and... Do you realize people want to go somewhere? And they're not following your lead just because. There's somewhere that people want to go. And you got to find out what your teammates, were, what, what they want to do, where they want to go. 
And write this down. You have to tie their vision into yours. You got to show them how they can get what they want by helping you get to where you want to go. Does this make sense? Write the vision. Make it plain. Keep telling the vision. But you got to know, he's not, he's not following me just to be following me. He's following me because he knows I'm going to take him where he wants to go if you follow my lead. Does this make sense so far? Good, good. I, I got to go. Okay, cool. Um, next slide. CJ told me I got 10 minutes. All right. Uh, <laughs> um, duplicate. Uh, reproducing. Okay, so I need you to tell the vision. Okay. Retaining people is continue to, to paint the picture. Okay. Like continue to tell people where they're going. They'll stick with you. Okay. And make sure they see some kind of benefit. Write that down. Make sure they see some kind of benefit. If you've got to come out your own pocket. Now I'm not saying you give their money, but you got to make sure they see some kind of benefit. Take them to lunch. Like, yo, great work. We got to go eat. Then you got to reproduce yourself. Okay, so I'm teaching Brandon how to recruit people into his video department and manage those people. So I'm trying to create me as a videographer through him. Understanding your industry. So STU, understanding your industry. I study entrepreneurship. Inky's so dope. Um, at the last day ready in Atlanta, what he did was, I was sitting there, and he was sitting there, and he had his notebook, and he asked me, like, yo, Dave, what you going to talk about? So I'm going through my notes, I'm going through what I'm going to talk about, and I say, yo, I'm going to hit this point, and he had this notebook, I was like, yo, you got a whole bunch of notes in there, what you going to talk about? Ink said, I don't know. I said, um, Ink, you got mad notes, and you look like you're reading your notes. He said, yeah, it's not notes on what I'm going to say, my story is my story, like, I do this all the time, this ain't no, I don't, like, he, yo, I'm serving people food that I'm eating myself. I ain't got to go, like, I ain't got to create no notes, right? He said, but what I'm doing is, these are notes on communication and speaking. The boy studies the game. Like, every, yo, we were talking in the back about, not, not about content, but the delivery of content. That's why he's so effective. He studies the game. You have to study the game. I'm asking you to study the game. You think, I, listen, I, I only know those social media accounts because I'm studying people's social media. So you got to understand your industry. You got to understand where you're at. I'm watching all these speakers. E, I'm watching all E's videos. I'm watching all Jeremy's videos. I'm watching all Inky's videos. I'm watching all Willie's videos. I'm watching a whole bunch. Sometimes I'm at home studying YouTube and I just put a motivational speaker and I try to find somebody who got 200 likes, 200 views. I'm trying to study the industry because it might be that dude that got 200 views that's fire that I can learn something from. You got to study the industry. <sighs> next slide, next slide. This is dope. Um, coaching. Write this down, you need a coach, okay? One, you gotta figure out social media, team build, understanding the industry, coaching. Y'all see those two people? Yes. Michael Jordan and Phil Jackson. Question, who made who great? MJ made Phil look great, or Phil made MJ look great? Both, some people say. So my homegirl Kat, um, where Kat at? So she created a design. It's not here, but she created a design. And I said, yo, I'm gonna make at least $150,000 on this design because every time I bring up this question, we have so many different sides. Some people say Jordan, some people say Phil. This guy came to the kiosk and he said, yo, I asked him the same question. He said, yo, Phil, Jack Phil Jackson coached Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen. Who wouldn't be able to take them to some rings? My question was, how many rings did Mike have before Phil came? So he's like, yo, he just knows how to pick people. Like, he picked Kobe and Shaq. How many rings did Kobe have before Phil came? You need a coach. Listen, there's, there's a whole, breathe you, can y'all come up real quick, real quick, real quick. 
Review? Y'all, y'all not in the building? Y'all not in the building? Can y'all act like people are watching? We in you? Can we make some noise in here? Yeah. Oh my gosh! You, listen, listen. Coaching is vital. Yo, these people are being coached. These people are being coached by CJ and ET. It's like two, three calls a week. Coaching is vital. You might be the Michael Jordan in your industry, but you don't have nobody watching your game. Right? I had this one coach, I thought I was sweet, and I was making shots, but he said, yo, I need you to bring your arm in a little bit, because I can't see that while I'm shooting. You can't see the picture while you're in the frame. You can't see what's going on. You can't see the whole layout of the defense if you're just on the court hooping. So you might be really good, but you're not going to get to that level because you ain't got nobody watching your flaws. Find your coach. Kendall is a coach. Leo is a coach. There's coaches inside Breathe University. Is there a value in coaching? Yes, sir. Yo, for some reason, all these people came together and said, yo, I need a coach because I feel like I'm good at what I do, but I need somebody to make sure I'm good at what I do. It's perception. The way he thought his hairline was straight and it wasn't. He needed somebody to, look, this ain't. And I'm not talking about a mentor either. I'm not talking about a mentor. A mentor, you get stuff from, you adopt their, philo- their, their philosophies, but a coach makes sure you're in the gym. The problem, you keep going to the gym trying to lose weight, you need a coach. You need a health coach. You need a, a marriage coach. You think you sweeten your marriage, you need somebody to analyze it from the other end. Coaching is vital. And next time I ask y'all to come up here, I need more energy, okay? Come on, y'all see? Yes. Okay. So, here's what I think, here's what I think. If it, wasn't, if it wasn't for Phil Jackson, watch this, and bear with me if you don't know sports, it's cool. If it wasn't for Phil Jackson, Michael Jordan would be Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant is a really, really, really good basketball player, but he wouldn't be considered the greatest basketball player to touch a basketball, but Mike and Kobe are. I promise you. I, I'm just asking you to find a coach, someone that can just analyze, and it might be your spouse. Like, yo, I need you to really watch, what, I need you to watch my videos. Find somebody, write this down, find somebody that has some documented success, too. Documented success in what you do. And there's all people in Breathe University. It's a bunch of coaches. Jeremy does coaching. Willie's in the coaching program. Yeah, is this making sense? Next slide, okay? You got to know yourself. You got to know who you are. And most importantly, know who you're not. CJ told me I am not a motivational speaker. He said, yo, I need you teaching. He said, yo, you're going, he said, you're a terrible motivational speaker. Like, when you speak, I'm not motivated. And I had to eat that. You know why, though? Because I was watching all E.T. and Inky's videos and Jeremy's videos, and I thought that's what I had to do. Then I found out through having a coach, yo, that's not me. I don't even get, like, I don't even get angry. It's kind of weird. Like, I, like, I've never, like, really, if I try to go over, yo, you got to be successful. See, it looks stupid, right? That's not even me. I just got to know who I am. I need you to find out who you are. Find out who you are and find out who you're not. What are your strengths and what are your weaknesses? Like, I, like this, 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 this is a real moment right here. I need you to realize, realize, like really dig deep. Yo, who am I? Look in the mirror some days like, yo, who am I? When I die, when I die, will the world remember me? Yo, these are the, these are the things that like really go on in my head. Like at my funeral, what's going on? 
Are people waiting like, oh my gosh, I can't wait for this to be over. Oh, I got to go to work. Or are people... No, 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 I, 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 I see it, I see it. Somebody's boss won't let them off from my funeral and they say, yo, I got to go. He changed, my, he changed my life. I read his book. He changed my life. He showed me how to be successful. He changed my life. I got to go. Look, you do whatever you got to do with this job, but I got to go see him off. Might be selfish, but like I, these, are, these are the kind of things that I, that, I, that, that I go through. I'm like, yo, who am I? Who are you? Who are you to your wife? Who are you to your kids? Who are you to your spouse? Who are you to your parents? Who are you? So we're all in this little boat, and I got to go. We're all in this little boat, right? And uh, we all have holes in our boat, right? We're trying to get to a destination. We got holes in our boat. I'm asking you to patch the holes one at a time. Write that down. Patch the holes one at a time. We all have these little flaws. Just work on one. I'm, just work on one. If communication is your issue, work on your communication skills. If you like having a hard time selling stuff, work on yourself. But not all at the same Write this down. Not all at the same time. I need you to analyze your flaws. Get a sheet of paper, make a list down the middle. What am I good at? What am I not good at? The things that you're not good at, work on it until you get better at it. One at a time. And everybody in your organization, your team, your family needs to know, this is the thing that I'm working on. And don't jump off until you get better in that thing. Know who you are and know who you're not. Y'all learned something today? Thank you. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com.